0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I can't wait and I'm serious to hear your love stories. Because in the last year, I've been hosting solo The Rendezvous and we started to open up the mic for you love stories. I tell you what, I've been inspired. So, yes, I'm single, but I took notes. I have so many ideas on how to love better make dates better you've given me so much incentive so i hope you get the same feeling that i do when you hear those love stories and 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 as always if you have a question for me about your relationship and i can help you call me 855-905-8255 okay i got somebody on the line who needs my urgent help rachel bonjour
2: bonjour simon
1: how can i help you rachel what's going on
2: so i'm actually uh just leaving um a first date um
1: <laughs> okay. so um,
2: I, like i had a really great time it went really well um we just walked around and talked for like like a, a few hours actually um and now he wants me to come back to his place and i don't want to give the wrong impression like i don't want to ruin my chances of like an actual relationship um mm-hmm. with him so i I'm not really sure what I should do. I'm, like, waiting to decide if I should drive over to his place right now. I'm in my car.
1: Okay. Uh, so has he officially invited you to come over, or what's the situation?
2: He, he invited me over, and we had both driven ourselves to um, meet up. So now we're in our cars, and uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, just give me a minute. Um, i got to make a quick phone call before I start <laughs> driving, and then I'm supposed to, like, I'm going to follow him to his place.
1: How comfortable and safe do you feel after this this first date with him?
2: I felt really comfortable i did i felt comfortable i felt safe
1: okay so um you know if you go to his place it's la la time right you understand that yeah, okay is that what you want
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah i w- i w- i would actually like to do that I guess I'm just like nervous about him thinking like I only want it to be this one night, so like maybe no, it's so- something after talk about i don't
1: know (laughs) listen no 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 listen i'm a guy we don't think like this we don't the difference is not about first night second night it's the chemistry the attraction the compatibility the easy breezy feelings so let me reassure you you can go to his place if you feel safe he's not going to think less of you tomorrow on the contrary it might actually start the the, the love life right away no one uh usually as a guy you think down of this this is not how we think Really, generally. But what about your intuition? Do you think your intuition tells you, don't go tonight, girl, or go ahead. You're going to have the best night of your life and the beginning of a great relationship.
2: Um, I mean, honestly, I guess my intuition initially was saying, just go and have this adventure. Like you're having a really great time. And then I got into my car and I like panicked a little that like,
1: I don't know. Okay. So if your intuition doesn't feel it, then you can't do it. Because you can never yeah. go against your own intuition. Your intuition is like this bodyguard of you. So if you're a little nervous, my suggestion is to say, listen, we had a great time. Um, I gotta go home. I'm a little tired, and and let's text tomorrow. Yeah. So no ulala tonight, Rachel.
2: Okay. Okay. All right,
1: you go. You go home, girl.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
1: All right, I'm happy to help. Have a good night. Thank you for your call. You too, Be too, safe. Simon. You know, when you think of that, you want to talk about one-night stands, the pros and the cons of having one-night stands. That's next. Have you ever had a one-night stand? I have. I mean, one-night stands, especially when you're younger, uh, it happens. I know that there's two schools. Uh, Some people are afraid it's going to hurt your reputation. Like just Rachel called me and said, you know, she was in her car and she just called me urgently and said, I need to know, should I go back with this guy or not? And then I said, don't do it because your intuition doesn't feel like it. But about the rep, and I really mean it, and I want to emphasize on this, men don't think like women about this. We don't look down at one night stands. It, it's not something we do. Educational wise, I think everybody has learned that it's better to wait and get to know each other. And that's true, but we don't look down at it. I want to share with you next a personal story of an enchanting one-night stand that I never forgot. Next. I don't know if you had that kind of one-night stand, but here's what happened to me 25 years ago in Paris. I met a lovely, lovely woman from America, actually, who was in Paris. We went to a friend of mine wedding. We were sitting down on a bench. And then the flower girls came to us. And we were just friends at the time. And she said, the, girl, the flower girl said, can you show us how to kiss? I said, I can't. It's not my girlfriend. And then she said, oh, it's OK. We'll just show them. And then they'll go away. And then I bent over to kiss her. And then her hand grabbed my neck. And then he was on. And then it was late at night. We were in a castle outside of Paris. And then we went by a bridge. <laughs> There was woods, there was, it was, what can I say? An enchanting night of romance. A one-night stand that ended up late, late, late in Paris when the sunrise was coming back up. And I never forgot it, and I think she never did. It's a gift in my memory, and I hope you have one like this too. You call the next, 855-905-8255. 855 905 8255, bonjour Mila, so what is that wonderful, lovely story you want to share with me?
0: Bonjour Simon, so the story I have is I went on this beautiful Caribbean vacation with my boyfriend, and Mm -hmm. the last night we took this stroll on the beach, Mm -hmm. and just as the sun was setting, he got down on one knee, and he asked me to be his wife,
1: it was the most
0: beautiful moment I I, I cried, tears of happiness, obviously, but it was just so beautiful.
1: So, what part of the evening was the most romantic? When he asked, the color of the sky, the beach? What was it?
0: It was obviously when he got down. on. I mean, I think the beach, the sky, the sunset, I mean, it added to it. But when he got down on, on one knee and I looked into his eyes, and, you know, he was telling me how much he loved me and asking me to be his wife. I mean, that was what was so beautiful, you know, the, the obvi- you know, obviously the be everything added to it. But the moment he asked me to be his wife is just what was so beautiful and so romantic. Like just seeing his honesty coming through his words.
1: Absolutely. Um, then the ring, the ring arrives, right? The ring appears.
0: Yes, the ring appears. <laughs> the ring wasn't too shabby either. <laughs>
1: See, I can tell by the way you laugh about it. Yeah, what kind of ring was it?
0: What type of ring was it? It was um, a princess cut.
1: Okay, was that what you wanted?
0: Yes, yes. We we had kind, you know, I, we we kind of spoken about it. You know, you know, we've been together for a while, and I've dropped little hints. He's kind of asked, but um, he did a good job. He did a really good job.
1: I got to ask you this last question: Do you think, take the same setting? the same proposal, he goes on one knee, and it's not the perfect ring, would you have been really upset or not care at all?
0: That's tough, but I feel like I love him so much that I think that even if it wasn't the most perfect ring, I, it, it was. it's the thought behind it all, you know? Yep. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a ring. It's, you know, the commitment we're making to each other is so much more important
1: that's a good point. That's a very good mature point. I'm not sure everybody agrees to that, but it's a great point of discussion. It's <laughs> Th- not really interesting. Mila, thank you so much. Congrats to both of you. Congrats, and, and thank you for sharing your, your, your engagement uh, uh, story. I, I loved you. it. That leads me to a key question. Does the look of your engagement ring really matters to you or not? That's next. Simple question for you. You're about to get engaged. Does the look of your engagement ring really matters to you? My last caller, Mila said, no, I, this is not the most important to me because it's his commitment, our commitment of being together forever from now on, getting married, that's what matters. It's okay with me if the ring was not perfect. As a guy who will give the ring, I would want to do the best possible choice for ring to make my future fiancé and wife happy. And that's how I feel. But I'm going to ask my producer, Trisha, who's about to get engaged, if she also agrees with my last caller, Mila, or maybe the ring size and look matters to her. Stay with me. Trisha is next. Does the look of your engagement ring really matters? So, Trisha, I got this question (laughs) for you, right? Yes. When your actual boyfriend will propose to you, Mm -hmm. gets on one knee, how much, honestly, the look the look of your engagement ring will matter to you?
3: So I have an idea of what I would like my engagement ring to look like. It would be an emerald cut. But...
1: <laughs> just saying.
3: Just saying. But if he proposed to me and if it wasn't that style of ring, I would be totally fine with it. Because it's something that came from him.
1: You don't think you'd be a little disappointed?
3: I mean, i have put... Like hints to like family and friends. So if he goes and asks, (laughs) then yes. But um, I would not be disappointed. It'll be, I'm totally good with it.
1: Okay. This, thank you so much, Trisha. This is so interesting. I'm going to put this question on my social media. Does the look of your engagement ring matters? Yes or no? Go vote at Rendezvous Radio. You call that next. 855-905-8255. Mike, bonjour.
2: Bonjour, Simon and
1: friends. (laughs) Bonjour, Mike. Uh, What's going on tonight? How can I help you?
2: Uh, Yes, Simon. I'm recently divorced, and I'm trying to figure out when should I start dating like seriously again.
1: When you mean seriously, what do you mean by dating seriously compared to not seriously?
2: Right, right. Uh, Like dating more exclusive, like only date one person, should I be dating multiple people now? Or should I try to get serious with somebody else? How long should I wait before I get serious with someone else?
1: So, okay, I'm going to ask you two questions. First one, how much do you miss your ex-wife?
2: Oh, no, I mean, it, it It was a good relationship, and it ended on good terms. I don't miss her like that, though. I do miss the relationship, but I, I'm over her.
1: Okay, so you don't feel like you need a rebound? No, no. Okay, well, listen... If you follow your heart and meet somebody very special, you can be 100% exclusive and then start a new relationship. It's just a matter to follow your heart. Now that I know you don't miss your wife, you over her, and you don't look for a rebound, the doors of of dating and and loving are totally open. You can totally date seriously and find another partner. I think you're ready. Ah, yes, yes. Yes, all right. I love it. Okay, thank you, man. You're most welcome. Good luck to you and have a good night. All right, man. Bonjour. Bonjour. I have an interesting email with an interesting question. Somebody's a little confused and I'm going to help them next. If you have a question but you can't call me, remember, you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Uh, Trish, what is going on with Anna and her friend?
3: All right. So Anna says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Anna. I'm at a complete loss of what to do. I have a friend who I've been close with for almost 10 years, and I think I'm in love with her. We're both girls, and I'm personally not attracted to girls. I've always had a preference for guys, but I don't know. With her, it's different. I know she's not opposed to dating girls, but I also know that she prefers men as well. I don't want to ruin the amazing friendship we have but I also don't want to keep my feelings locked inside, then accidentally spill it all out at a bar one night. What do you think I should do?
1: That's a great question. What do you do when you start to have romantic feelings for a good friend? We'll talk about that next. What would you do if you're a woman, and you have a woman friend that has been your friend for years, and suddenly you feel a little romantic towards her? Usually you go with guys, but this time... You can't deny the attraction. And that's exactly the email Anna sent me. Here's what I think you may do. If I were you, I would go out with my friend to dinner, not wait to be drunk, not wait to be wasted, just be real. And just say, you know what? Lately, I've kind of feel a little attracted by you. Do you feel the same? She says, yes. You guys can open up your heart to each other. She says, no. You just slightly go back to just being friends. But you don't keep it an unspoken and you don't let it be said on an out of drunkness, ever. There's no wrong questions to ask in life if you ask them at the right time. That's a key thing. And talking about timings, it's time for you calls. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationships? Just call me. I'm here for you. Bonjour, Emma. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Emma. Mm -hmm. What is troubling you tonight?
4: Uh, So I have a long-time friend. um, We've been friends actually since childhood. Mm -hmm. Who is uh, very unhappy in her marriage. And um, thinking that she might want to stray. And um, in particular, she's wondering if she might be attracted to women. Mm -hmm. And she's asked me as a long-time friend if I would go with her to a bar and perhaps help her meet a woman.
1: Okay. And have you answered I don't know her? what to do. Okay. Uh, first of all, how do you feel about it?
4: I mean, I support her in every way, but mm-hmm. I don't like the part where she's married. You know, I would support her if she... I would be more into it and, and supportive of it if she was, like, divorced mm-hmm. or at least separated.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: But I'm not sure how good I feel about you know, helping her to cheat on someone when she's actually married.
1: You don't know, or you know it's wrong?
4: (sighs) I'm honestly, I'm really torn. I've been going back and forth about it, because really we have been friends since we are like two years old. (laughs) So I feel like she's coming to me because she doesn't have anyone else to ask. But I'm just not, I mean, I don't think it's right for her to cheat.
1: It's not for anybody. Do. So here's the thing. I would be a good friend. I would say, listen, um, uh, I'm totally down for helping you with that. Once you have legally separated, let's do it. So you, you, know, you don't start something that you shouldn't do. I mean, because divorce can take years. So procedures and stuff, one, two, three, sometimes four years. She does not got to wait forever. Legal separation is much quicker. But it's a clean separation with paperwork, sign and all this. She lives there. He lives somewhere else. They don't live together anymore. And then I would do this too. If it was a friend of mine, I would say, hey, I'm down to help you. Let's go out. But after you've had a legal separation, I'm 100% with you. Does that make sense?
4: Yes, definitely. I would feel better about that, I think. That, that makes me feel
1: it's, less, It's yeah. You know. I understand. It's the old saying of this show, do good to feel good. So do it the right way. All right. Thank you so much, Emma, and I think we got a solution. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck to you and to your friends. Have a good night.
4: Thank you. You too.
1: Stay with me. More rendezvous is next. Last question of the night. Do you want to know how many people your partner had ooh la with before you? Right? Do you want to know that? Or not. So I had a poll put on my Instagram, at Rendezvous Radio, which you should check and follow us there. Uh, and also check out just the whole website, therendezvousshow.com, all about relationships, romance, and love. Here's the result of, do you want to know how many people your partner had ooh la whiz before you? Actually, 38% of you voted, yes, I do want to know. And 62% said, no, I don't. And I'm part of the 62%. No one should ever answer, and I believe no one should ask either. Because what's before you, it's really none of your business and cannot really influence you in a good way. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Merci beaucoup et bonne nuit.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.